0: Hello, wonderful viewers of my podcast. This is Annalicia Law, and you are listening to Well Now with Annalicia Law. I am recording live and direct on a Saturday afternoon. Um, I just did something that I'm very proud of. Um, I just began a new venture. I am stepping forward into um, a new thing, and I'm excited, I'm really proud of myself. Um, I had to overcome just a lot of thoughts, uh, related to the thing in order to actually complete the task of just starting the thing. Um, and so I'm really excited for you all to be able to see this, uh, I have brewing up. Um, I also, you know, just had a, a pretty, uh, I had a good week, right? But then yesterday, yesterday stressed me out. Um, unfortunately, I, w- I was trying to record the thing, do the thing yesterday. I was trying to do the thing yesterday. But work just blew my mood. And so I just couldn't even, I couldn't even think about the thing. But honestly, the thing, the thing for me, this this the topic of this episode um, that really started my week off as, as being a good week, I tried a thing again. Um, I recorded planned, recorded, created some things for a podcast competition submission. Um, And that was something that, you know, I I feel like it was about time. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I recorded a submission for the African Black Film Festival Podcast competition. It's the inaugural um, competition for the festival, and I'm going to talk about it today. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about this process of you know trying a podcast competition again after I wouldn't say failure, but lessons. You know, there's just some things that are not for you, but you. That doesn't mean you can't try again when another opportunity comes up. Um, and I want to talk about, like, you know, the planning and like what I talked about and how I talked about it. And if you haven't listened to what I submitted, so I recorded, uh, my in my previous episode, right, at the end of the episode is what I submitted to the podcast competition. So it was labeled as a mini, a mini, a mini, Episode, mini episode. So, like a segment almost, like a, it could only be five minutes or five minutes or less. And so, I recorded five minutes of content basically talking about something that I was passionate about. I'm not going to tell you anymore because if you haven't listened to it, you need to. So, go to my most recent episode, When Pigs Fly. Go, I mean, if you want to listen to the entire episode, but I want you to hear my submission, I need you to like, understand where I'm coming from when I talk about what I'm talking about today and then come back here and then like listen to what I'm saying right now and um yes go listen to my submission uh but after the break I'm going to be talking more about this process of um trying out another podcast competition after a lesson from the previous one and just all things related to how this came about so stay tuned. All right, so thank you so so much for coming back after the break. Um, so as I mentioned prior to the break, like I entered a podcast competition. Um, you know, I feel like when competition, when I hear the word competition, I'm thinking, okay, you have the opportunity to be let down. Um, but you also have the opportunity to like, you know, be successful. So I... When a friend sent this to me, it was actually a friend who who sent this to me ironically on a day when I was talking about how I was feeling stagnant about the podcast and how I felt like I was not living up to my true potential. Literally within minutes of me saying these words, a friend sent me this podcast competition. It was a promotional thing. And she was like, you know, like it's it's like you should enter it. Like, you know, of course. And so this happened back in November and i let it just marinate for a bit you know for me i i am an anxious procrastinator um the reasons why i usually procrastinate are because i am afraid that the task at, at hand will be too will be difficult will we just be i mean of course nothing is too difficult for you like like you're not handed things that are too difficult for you like things things that are in your that that are on your plate like you are able to do but um not everything that is easy (laughs) you know that's like a life um not everything that is handed to you is easy for you to do and so for me when I see something or like I'm presented with something that may be challenging um I get a little bit anxious and I'm like oh my god This is going to take forever. It's going to be hard. Like, it's going to be so bad. And I just kind of like let it sit on my brain for longer than it should. And I don't take action. Um, And so for me, like when I was told about this podcast competition, I, um, you know, just let it marinate. I had some idea of what I wanted to do my podcast about. Um, we know that like, you know, there are a lot of things that I've done, you know, throughout my, throughout my life. Um, I've done several sports, but you know, I feel like the things that are most relevant to me now are, you know, some of the things that I can pull from and talk about in this uh, submission. And so I was like, okay, I have been having an interesting time at work with people, um, not knowing how to pronounce my name like i could talk i could you know do some research and like talk about the um background with people um like you know african americans who have an interesting experience with people not understanding how to like the just the cultural implications of not pronouncing black names correctly, you know, just just like the things related to my name. That that was a thing that came to mind. And then the other thing that came to mind was talking about food, which is something that I oh, my gosh, I can spend hours talking about food and all the things that I've like learned um, about food and just interesting facts about food, things that I've made, like so many things. And so I was like. Let me. Stay true to myself um talk about something that like really ignites my spirit and so I was like let's talk about food like let's make this submission about food and you know in order to talk about food you got to talk you got to give background you got to get history you got to give context and so I was like okay I'm gonna talk about food and I gotta go way back and I gotta like you know do some investigation as to like where that love of food started. And I mean, how how can I go in any other direction besides to <laughs> talk to my mother? Like we have the same spirit when it comes to food, trying new food, um, you know, cooking. Like the I, I get all of that same like food related joy from her. And so... You know, I was thinking and prepping and like I started writing a script probably in like early January. And I was like, okay, like, you know, my first drafts, I was just kind of throwing together ideas. And I was like, okay, like, how can I make this into a cohesive thought? I understand that my first attempt at this, just like the notes and original thoughts and all of those things are probably going to look crazy. But you have to accept that that is part of the process and just write what you can, write some general ideas, try to be a little bit specific, kind of, but then, you know, think it over, just let it marinate, you know, sentences will come to you, jot those down, words will come to you, words you want to incorporate will come to you, you know, looking at it the next day and just kind of rearranging some things and like making Thoughts that were a little bit kind of out there, cohesive, you know, just all of those things will, um, I mean, it it takes time is what I, you know, was trying to tell myself. Because I think that, like, the first week that I started writing my script, I was like, okay, like, I want to talk about this thing and I got to, like, incorporate my mom and, like, You know, I need to, you know, have questions that I want to ask her during my interview with her. Like, I have to talk about, like, some of the significant moments that related to, like, food in my life. I have to talk about some turning points as well. Like, but also I had to keep in mind that my submission could only be five minutes. And so within that time. I need to prioritize the most important points and whatever I don't get to, it's my podcast. Like I can make another episode that's fully dedicated to telling the entire story. Like I can go as deep as I want to go. You know what I'm saying? But like with this thing, you are limited. And so I made sure that all of the points that I felt were most important were um, outlined and I just tried to make it as interesting as possible. And it took, it took like three weeks, um, you know, because at the end of January, I was traveling a little bit. And so when you are like in a different environment, trying to just like be present and be in the moment, like you're not thinking about, you know, going back to that script that you started writing like last week and doing some editing. So for me, once I was returning back to my element, so when I was on the plane, is when I started writing again and just looking back at things. And I was like, okay, I want to tweak this. This whole section that I originally thought I wanted, mm-mm, it's 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 going to take me over. And plus, I don't feel like it's relevant. You know, there. <laughs> this is going into an interesting direction. I'm such a tangent person. I really just, I'd be losing my, I mean, losing, it. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go with it. I'm, I'm just going to flow. But I was having a conversation with my boyfriend in like, late December, early January about whether good stories, just good pieces of art have to have some element of trauma in order to be like interesting, interesting, appetizing, like uh, desired by others. Like does art Does do movies, do books, do podcasts have to have some element of trauma in order to feel like they're necessary, like like in order for others to feel like they are necessary and feel like they are needed pieces of work. And when I was writing this, um, I was thinking a little bit back on that conversation and kind of how I felt about that, because in a lot of ways, some of the most like some of the most influential art, some of the best art involves trauma. Some of the best movies, the best books, the best podcast submissions that are not, you know, maybe not like ones that are like some like podcast submissions. When I was doing research about this, like how I wanted to approach um, this second attempt at a competition. I was listening to a lot of podcast submissions and a lot of the ones that won involved some element of trauma or just like a letdown or a heartbreak or just something that was negative that was a turning point. And I think I kind of internalized that and in my podcast submission when I was planning... I had a little segment that was kind of gonna be a turning point that was like not gonna be so happy. And when it really came down to it, I was like, I don't need this part right now. Like I could do a longer episode where, you know, I dive more in depth. But like right now, this can just be a happy tale. This can be joyful. This can be about a young black girl's love of food and how that started when she was like three or four years old. Like it does not have to be... You don't have to incorporate trauma into this. It's not necessary. Like you can talk about something that you are passionate about and not have it be flipped on its head by trauma. Um, So... I removed a really big portion of my original planning sheet and was able to just really focus on like the positives, um, just the gratitude for having food and like being exposed to food at such a young age. Um, And so I really just use these like positive ideas to craft, my submission. Um, One of the things that I did that was similar to the previous uh, podcast submission that I submitted, and let me just go into a little bit of detail about that. So in 2020, NPR had a Um, student, like a college student podcast competition. I think they've been hosting it for a while because NPR has so many podcasts. So they decided to, um, you know, advertise their own student podcast competition. And I was like, oh my goodness, this would be such a great opportunity to just try something different. That was my first podcast competition. Um, And for me, when I do something and I really like, want to put my all into it, I think about it, and I kind of stress about it, and I, like, do everything that I can to, like, create the best product possible, and so, for me, when I um, was taking on that competition, I was like, okay, like, what is something important that I feel like I want to talk about? Like, you know, how am I going to get around the copyright loopholes? Like, what am I going to do? So that podcast submission was about black farmers in America. So I felt like a little investigative journalist with that one because, you know, I had heard so much. I mean, there there are literally pieces of, you know, TV, TV shows Um movies dedicated to talking about the history of black farmers in America. Queen Sugar, amazing example of just like the kind of modern day uh, effects of the past treatment of black farmers in America and just like kind of it's 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 a present day representation of how that has has uh, manifested. And so I felt like it was an interesting story to tell, a, le- a little known story to tell, an important story to tell. So I did a lot of research about um, the history of uh, black farmers in America, how, you know, slavery was one of the kind of significant um like basis um of the history of of what became black farmer farmership I don't know farmership is a word but like you know how black farmers became came to be you know it started from slavery um indentured servitude and then ultimately you know these black people were able to um help each other in their own communities um collectives of black farmers were able to band together and buy land and support each other and do a whole lot of things, um, that are not, are less, are little known, you know, of course, like black people have toiled the land, but they also at one point and still do own the land. And there's so much power in owning land, being able to grow your own food and, not depend on um, the food chain to like supply your food, like you have a say so, and you know what you put in it, how it's grown like so many different things that you know I feel are, are underappreciated. But, um, yeah, I, I talked about all of that, I, I gave a history lesson, and I was really passionate about it. I really like, I'm so glad that I did that because. It threw me out of the box of doing something that is just, you know, chatting. I had to do some investigation. I had to learn a lot. I had to be thorough. Um, For that submission, I created my own music. So there were a couple of tracks that I created using GarageBand. I'm not, I don't know music theory. I don't know. I mean, all I know is what sounds good to my ear you know what i'm saying um and i just made stuff that you know i felt would be able to evoke the tone of the story that i was trying to tell and so you know i think the music did that i am still even though like i did not win that competition i am still very proud of what i submitted i'm proud of um you know, the work that I put into it, I know that I gave it my all. Um, and some things are just not for you. And that is like, totally okay. Like, some things are meant for someone else for whatever reason. But like, you know, you were able to step out of your comfort zone, um, try a completely new thing. I've never created music in my life. Like, you know, I would have never thought that I would even have a desire to like, you know, of course, like people can do whatever they want to in order to circumvent whatever the the regulations are, the rules are of a thing. But for me, I was just like, you know, nobody can tell me, no, I can't use this music if I created it myself, like, that is just how I feel. And so, um, I I, I mean, I learned a, a thing or two during that process, but with this one, you know, I'm going back to my roots of trying to make music, you know, for the purpose of solely using it for a podcast competition and um this time i discovered some things that i didn't know about back in the day um i was doing some research online like i in the previous attempt was trying to learn different chords to um songs that i knew just general chords that were easy to play i could mash them up and just create something that doesn't sound crazy and with this one i kind of went into it with a similar approach but I found a tool that gave me um, chords to songs that um, like w- can be found anywhere. So it's called Chord.ai. And so basically it's this AI platform that analyzes music chords and shows you what chords are being played in the moment that they're being played. So it's like, you can play the song and it'll show you the chords that are, like you know being played in that song and so I kind of used that to my advantage of course like with anything they're like it's not exact and plus I don't know music theory and like maybe I I don't know whatever but it was helpful for me to be able to mash up something that was like cohesive because these chords are similar they're in a song together so like someone with music theory experience probably created this song and so therefore like These chords are similar, um, but I can't get the full picture. And so I just will do with that what I can. And so I was able to, you know, just curate some of my favorite songs um, that evoked the emotion that I wanted to bring out in this submission, you know, my ABFF submission And I just started playing around with stuff in garage band went back to my roots Um, roots. Like I like I really be in there, but like, (laughs) um, yeah, I just went back to, you know, my roots of just, you know, putting things together, seeing what sounded good to me, um, trying things out. um, And my boyfriend helped me. Uh, he is a musical artist. He has, you know, gotten into some producing. He's currently trying to do some engineering work. So, like, I felt like this would be a really good opportunity for the both of us to, for me, of course, um, to create something that uh, felt necessary for this project, and for him to have some practice, you know, doing the thing that he is trying to, you know, venture into right now. And so I, you know, am very proud of what we created. Um, the music, it, like, I, th- I'm gonna use it again. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use it in, in the podcast. Like, you're gonna hear it. Um, because, why create something for one specific purpose when you can repurpose it for other things? Like, why limit yourself? No need. Um, and so, you know, we got some really, like, you know, I, I. One thing about me, like, I was very appreciative that all of the um, songs, they felt cohesive. Like, one thing I was really um, adamant about was the different songs matching the words in the script that I wrote for that specific section. So, like, this song... You know, I need it to feel this way because this is a bit more, like, sentimental. This is, like, you get the feels with this one. This one is a bit more jazzy. Like, I want you to feel a little bit upbeat. But, like, still, I want them to all, like, kind of give the same vibe, to flow well, to mesh well. You know, almost like an album. Almost like an album. You're not going to get an album from me, I don't think. Um... You are not getting an album from me. Uh, that is not something that's in my in my future plans. But you know, life be life in. So uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I just wanted. I was really adamant about them sounding the way that I f- like felt like in my spirit that like they should sound, and also just like blending well together. And I feel like we really, really accomplished that. And it just made my job so easy when I was mashing everything together and putting it together for the um submission um it was just it just all worked it really worked and yeah yeah i i'm really proud of it um i told a story that you know with light and i hope somebody finds refreshing um i did work at you know creating a script that i was proud of and telling my own personal story Talking to my mother, um, who really like, I wouldn't love food as much as I do if it weren't for her. Um, she is truly the reason. Cause I mean, as a child, you are influenced by the things, the people, like all the things that you're around. And so, because she took me to eat Caribbean food at three years old, like I, I liked it. I ate it, I have been eating <laughs> brown stew chicken since the like basically the womb like I I am really an OG to this um but yeah like I am really proud of um what I submitted and all I can do is believe in myself believe in what I put out there um hopefully you know like manifest, like I'm envisioning in my head, because there's with this with this prize, with the, with the prize of this of this of winning this 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 opportunity, um, I will be able to travel to at uh, not Atlanta African Black Film Festival, um, in Miami in June, uh, June 14th through the 18th, which also happens to in line with my birthday that is june 15th imagine i am in miami celebrating one of my accomplishments also on a birthday which is an accomplishment like that would just oh my god the gratitude the gratitude i would just be so overwhelmed with gratitude um and then an opportunity to invest like get mentorship and like invest more into my podcast like I am thinking, right now, I'm already thinking about all of the possibilities as a result of winning this competition. And so, for me, you know, in my head, this is for me, of course. Like, I've done the work, committed, I saw it through. Um, And so, I am just waiting, you know, to get that good news. Um... But I'm really just glad that I I saw this opportunity through. It can be crippling sometimes to do something that is scary, that like takes you out of your element. Um, But you can't allow yourself to be overwhelmed so much with that fear that you don't do the thing that you're meant to do. Like I was meant to enter this competition um, and, you know, God willing, I was meant to win. And so therefore, you know, I all I can do now is wait. Um, Yeah. So that is all I have for you today. Um, I hope that if there's a venture that you are. Um, looking to make that's kind of scary and that you're afraid of not being able to put out the most amazing product in the beginning understand that it's a process um understand that like taking yourself out of your comfort zone is necessary it's necessary to growth the next time you're faced with a similar situation uh similar situation to the thing that is bringing you out of your comfort zone you will be better equipped to handle it, you know? You um, will have grown by then and will be able to put out even something even more amazing, even greater than the previous thing. And that's really how I feel about this. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to me ramble. I will be coming to you very soon with uh, another piece that is close to my heart. But until then, if you haven't already listened, please go back and listen to When Pigs Fly and listen to my ABFF mini episode at the end of that episode. Um, it's been an honor talking to you on this Saturday afternoon. Um, I have been on Alicia, and you have been listening to Well Now with Ana Alicia Law um drink your water take a risk eat some fruit um and i'll talk to you all soon bye